Hey guys, Texas Slim here. It is, what is tonight? Tonight is Wednesday night. We're here with Mary Care MD, my good friend, Dr. Mary. Hey Mary, how's it going? Going great, excited to be here. We've got two more days until our big bone broth fast. So I'm excited yes. about that. And we, yeah, we've I've got been a traveling, lot of people. so I need it. Yeah, no, we've been kind of detached. Yeah, we've been kind of painting each other back and forth. So, um, you know, you're out of the state. I think you're up in the Carolinas, mm -hmm. aren't you? I just got back from North Carolina. And so, you know, when you're on the road, you kind of eat whatever you can, try and do the best you can. But I really am excited about doing the the cleanse. Oh, I call it a cleanse. We call it a challenge. But um, it's going to be a good reset, you know, especially after after being on the road. But um, you were asking me some questions about what I do for my patients when I put them on this, this type of plan. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of tips that I like to do, I like the night before to eat a really fatty, like a healthy fatty meal, like a natural fatty meal, like salmon or a marbled steak, you know, something that's got a lot of protein and a lot of fat. And that tends to make the next day so easy because once you get into ketosis, you're not all that hungry, but that first morning when you're accustomed to eating carbs on a regular basis, that fat load the night before tends to really almost act like an appetite suppressant. And it tends to last through the whole, whole cleanse. So that's one, one thing I like to recommend. And I also wanted to mention that no one should do any dietary change without checking with their doctor if, it, if they have another health condition. For a normal healthy person, this is totally safe and healthy, but um, if there are any questions about a particular medical condition, they should check with their, with their doctor. But I know you've had some other questions about the cleanse and you, know, you were asking about sodium and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot so, of people probably, you know, they're not able to make their own broth. And so, you know, we're trying to point them in the right direction as far as a good broth mm -hmm. to get, you know, and, and basically you look at the, you look at the sodium content, you look at the grass fed, of course, and make sure that it is grass fed mm -hmm. and, you know, gra grass finished as far as organic and everything that, you know, you would hope for within this broth because you want it to be a clean broth. One thing that I do know is, you know, whenever you do have some of these broths, it has a lot of sodium in it. And so that's one thing I always just tell people to look out for. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with salt for people who have normal health and no problems. Mm -hmm. um, I like to add some whatever salt. I have different flavors of salt that I like to add to mine. I have one that's like a habanero salt. So I like really spicy things that I, sure. I add to that. You want it to taste good. Um, a little salt is fine, assuming you don't have, you know, you're not on a salt restriction for any reason. Um, and especially like if you're, you know, working, if you've work out a lot, you usually require a little bit more salt in general because you're sweating a lot and you lose salt that way. So I'm fine with a little salt, assuming there's no other reason not to have it. Um, and then different spices always make it better. And then I like to add either a little bit of MCT oil, like medium chain triglyceride oil, or even better, I like grass-fed butter or ghee in the broth just a little bit to where it gives you enough fat to be satisfied to where you're not hungry. So you can still get into ketosis, which most people will get into with bone broth after about probably by midday, the first day, they'll start to feel a little bit more mental clarity, a little bit of the appetite going away. And um, sometimes there's a strange taste in your mouth. 
that goes along with ketosis and um, assuming everything goes well and you feel fine on it, it's okay to continue that through the next day for most, you know, for healthy people. So, you talk, yeah, and, and that's good. I mean, that's what people have been kind of wanting to hear, you know, just the reflection of the whole process and really is like, what are you going through as far as mentally and emotionally and of course, physically. And once you can kind of target that, you know, you can have some faith that, you know, you're going to fight through this and this is what the body's doing. Um, one thing that we talked about earlier in the week is what what is your why? And a lot of this mm -hmm. going starting the broth is you need to be very honest and clear with yourself. And, you know, understanding your why and really making that the target of your intentionality with this mm -hmm. breath uh, challenge is is very is a big point because to do this it is a mental challenge that's the over, that's what you do have to overcome first before you can take yeah. any steps and that's where i think the power of the group comes in there's an unspoken energy when people are working together even though we're not connected you know in, physically we're not connected we're not in the same room but we have a commitment to each other and we're pulling each other through. We're all doing this together. We've um, set the date, we've mentally prepared. And sometimes it's easier to commit to something for the sake of the group than just for yourself. Because sometimes sure. you, it's, easy to, it's easy to kind of trick yourself and say, oh, I'm gonna do it another time or, or whatever. But what I would like, um, I'd love to hear stories about what people feel throughout. So I like to journal during a, um, a challenge. Uh, it, I like to, you know, just kind of keep a, a running tab of things that are important to me and why I'm doing this. And your mind starts to become a little bit more clear. So idea, big ideas for maybe um, even like a vision board of things that you want to accomplish this year. Uh, this challenge is a good time to start setting goals because you're going to have really unusual clarity for most people. And mm -hmm. so um, I like, you know, goal setting, journaling, um, vision boarding. And I also would encourage people to take a picture of themselves before and after because you can see kind of a healthy glow. It's almost um, a reflection of what's going on on the inside is the um, kind of the reset of the gut. So um, usually I suffer from rosacea and usually my rosacea gets remarkably better after a two day bone broth, um, you know, reset. Certainly my gut feels better. Um, it's okay to take your vitamins and your medication as usual. And um, I don't usually withhold black coffee or black tea because that won't kick you out of ketosis. And sometimes that's too much to ask to be off of caffeine yeah. at the same time that you're, so I, I will be having tea or coffee and um, just looking forward to the clarity and the accountability to the group and you know hearing about what people learned about themselves through this and yeah. and it's a starting point it is. It, it is the beginning. And that's the that's the fun thing about this, because, you know, that's why I picked, you know, I, I think it was you and Marty were talking about which days it was. And, you know, I picked all of this for a reason. <laughs> I'm going to start mine on uh, 6 p.m. on Friday is how I'm going to do it. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat a steak, you know, Friday afternoon, like I always do when it has some avocados during the day, you know, same you know, 
bacon and eggs for breakfast. You know, that's that's a typical day for me. So it's going to be an easy transition. But I wanted it to be you know, going into Friday night to where we actually go through this, you know, over the weekend. I feel that mm-hmm. Sunday is a fantastic day of reflection and to get over through that first 24 hours and getting into Sunday to where maybe your anxiety levels are lower. You're going to church. Something what you're going to be doing is a clarity moment of reflection. Mm-hmm. And I, at that time, you do get a sense of empowerment. And especially as you get closer and closer, you're really, your cravings are already changing. Your clarity's coming back. You're actually probably going to be setting some new goals. Right. And, you know, with those goals, you know, that's where we're wanting to get is like, are you ready? And I think this, right. you know, the, the reset that gets us there. That's great. And I'm going to be starting um, Friday morning. So when I wake up Friday morning, I will have mm-hmm. started my fast and I'll probably um, I'll wake up. I'll do a very light exercise. You know, I won't do my normal hardcore workout or, you know, I might go for a walk instead of a run or, mm-hmm. you know, I like the Peloton. So I'll, I might do like a, a 15 minute kind of easy bride or something like that, but nothing too hardcore while you're trying to accomplish this because it can, it can almost be counterproductive. You get really hungry after workouts. And, um, and so just something really light, if you have to exercise and you can certainly not exercise during this and just focus on getting the the goal accomplished, but I'll wake up and do a little exercise. And then probably I'll wait until noon. I'll take all my vitamins in the morning. I always take my minerals and my vitamin D. Um, I usually take some curcumin, um, what else? Some B vitamins. So I kind of load up on vitamins. Just That's just me because I, I feel like that makes me not crave as much. Sure. And, and then around noon, I'll probably have, you know, a couple cups of bone broth and then just throughout the rest of the day until I go to bed. And if I feel hungry, I'll add a little fat to it. Mm-hmm. But usually I don't, it's, it's unusual if you, if you do fat load the night before, like with a steak, um, you don't go, go overboard, <laughs> right. but um, just enough to feel satisfied when you wake up in the morning. And then um, you can have a little fat before you go to bed even um, on. So I'll do Friday night and then Saturday morning, I'll kind of do the same thing. And then Sunday morning, I'll break the fast and there's no real trick to breaking and it's not technically a fast uh, because you're still getting calories. You're just not getting carbs. But um, a lot of people were asking, you know, how do you taper off of it? So I can't give individual medical advice. I can just tell you what I tell my patients. And so if they're concerned that they have a lot of GI, gastrointestinal symptoms, um, you know, bloating, constipation, IBS, irritable bowel type symptoms, I will tell them to use this opportunity to slowly reintroduce things that they might feel like they might be sensitive to. So a lot of people are sensitive to corn or gluten or dairy. And so when you've been off of things for two days and you start feeling great, and then you reintroduce something, then you can say, oh, I, I do feel badly when I eat that. And maybe I should only eat that once a week or on rare occasions. Um, if you have a really strong reaction, you might want to consider an alternative. So it's a way of learning, you know, I, you know, you feel really good at the end and then you add something that you might be sensitive to. And it's kind of like putting the puzzle together, the puzzle mm-hmm. pieces. So you can say, okay, uh, maybe I don't do very well. And the things that you're looking for 
are uh, fatigue and feeling mentally cloudy or achy, muscle aches, joint aches, those sorts of things, digestive symptoms, uh, of course. And so then you can kind of keep, an, keep a, a running tally of the things that, that do agree with you and don't agree with you. And, you know, you, you bring back a memory of mine. I did a fast once and I really I've always craved different things. But the one thing that I always noticed is that I crave pure things, things that are, you know, really whole foods after a fast. You do identify those things that basically your body might have to fight to digest. And you, you identify saying your body does your cravings change. And mine was beans beans and rice. I mean, I, one time I came off a fast and I just, I could, I had to have beans and rice, homemade (laughs) beans and rice. And it was just something that was easy. And I just introduced slowly back into it because that was the one time I had that clarity that you were talking about. It's like, okay, there's an issue here. Let's, let's shift over here a little bit. Yeah. And the other thing, um, people who are addicted to sugar and I'm a recovering sugar, (laughs) (laughs) um, People who are addicted to sugar, this is a good way to break that cycle. And you'll find that at the end of 48 hours, you're usually not craving it. And it'll be tempting just out of habit to go to it because you feel like you deserve it. But try try and avoid that because once you've broken that craving cycle where the sugar goes up and then the insulin goes up and then the sugar crashes down and you want more sugar and you get into this vicious cycle. When you get off of that roller coaster, um, It only takes a couple of times of Mm -hmm. of hitting the sugar hard to undo all that hard work. So it's really great if you can make a promise to yourself because you won't like crave it like you want. It's more of a habit than it is the actual craving usually. And this is I'm speaking generally what I what I've experienced and what my patients experience usually when they do um, this type of 48 hour well, one thing that you can identify right there you brought up in my mind is, okay, let's let's understand and let's define what sugar is. A lot of people really don't know what sugar is. They don't know everything that is sweet and everything that they consume. So it's a good time to really kind of say, okay, I'm going to take a new viewpoint. I'm going to take a new deep dive into what sweets are, why I crave them, what are they, what are they, what products they're in, you know, how many classifications of sweet things are out there from high mm-hmm. fructose to refined sugar to, you know, anything out there that basically gets injected into, you know, the, the consumption model that we all kind of have to, you know, abide by. Right. Um, I've heard of some people also who are recovering from viral illnesses doing a cleanse and mm-hmm. feeling a whole lot better afterwards. So I'll just throw that out there as a possibility. If you're one of those people after the cleanse, we would love to hear from you. And if you feel inclined to take a picture before and after of your skin, and because some people are, are inflamed and you can see it in their skin. Um, so I'd love to just hear the stories. And um, as far as the, the sugar goes, just, you know, it's, mostly processed sugars. I I don't have any problem with natural sugars for the most part. I just um, try and stay on the the path of not craving it. Yes. Because it's so addictive. It really is. It's highly well, it addictive. is. I mean, sugar is a drug. I mean, come on. They've turned food into a drug for the most no, part. Definitely. You know, it, it is. 
Yeah, right. we have to, acceptance is the key here, folks. I mean, our food is, you know, what it is. But going into that, one thing that I want to encourage people to do is, you know, I talk about being able to have that clarity of mind. And, you know, it's not something that's guaranteed. It's not. It takes an intentional uh, effort on the individual to define Mm -hmm. what clarity is and what type of clarity they're trying to go for. And if you can really approach this, that you're going to be thinking differently and you're going to enjoy the way you're thinking. And it does create somewhat of a shift in your lifestyle. And it it is basically very simple to do. It's, It's not that challenging you know and it's just a form of encouragement for me because Mm -hmm. i have i've gone through this process and i just love it every time i go through it yeah and if you feel like you've got a weak moment going for a walk is nice because sunshine is really important and i don't think any of us are quite getting enough sunshine right um I try to avoid the social media and you know the stress that goes along with it I try and just be present um, as much as possible. Maybe plan a, you know, an activity or with the kids that's outside, or um, but just try and and make this a time that is focused on you. Yes. You know, with with everything that I do, you know, because I do produce content now, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna write, you know, and I'm gonna take that time because you said journaling. It's a great time to do that, and it's it's mm-hmm. a great time of reflection. I'm also gonna visit my both my my father's 80 years old, my mother is 77 years old this year, mm-hmm. and so they're both doing it as well. And it's gonna be oh, family right. time. It's gonna be family discussion. It's going to be, you know, we're looking back, we're going to talk about grandma and granddad, you know, we're going to talk about the farm. It is a hopeful weekend for me of just really cool reflection and, you know, where we're going with all of this. Right. And the other thing, sometimes when I have a weak moment, I like to offer it up Mm -hmm. um, for a cause um, that's bigger than than my minor, you know, inconvenience, basically. Some people like to do that and that tends to motivate them, um, you know, whatever is personally important to you. Um, it, it just gives you clarity and focus. It does. It does. And uh, so what we'll do, we'll not be on social media that much during this time. I mean, I'll pop in and out. Uh, it'll just be more about the the challenge itself, the reset mm-hmm. that we're going to go through. So everybody post, uh, tag us, definitely tag the Beef Initiative, tag at Modern T Man, and of course, tag at Mary Claire. Is it at Mary yeah. Claire MD or Care, at- C-A-I-R-E, Care MD. Yeah, Care. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so what we'll do, we'll just kind of keep a running dialogue going and um, we're going to be answering questions as we can. There's a lot of people asking a lot of questions. So we'll try to get to everything when we are able. So um, Mary, well, is there, there anything med- else? No, just if there are medical questions as to whether or not this is safe for you as an individual, like I think, you know, Certainly, I, I never recommend it for my pregnant patients, but sure. if, if there's any question as to whether or not this is um, a dietary choice that fits in, in your medical plan, yeah. please double check with your doctor. Um, but I can tell you, um, I don't think, I mean, I haven't had very many patients that haven't had dramatic results over the years with this. And sure. I can't think of any contraindications in my patient population, but 
you know, just to be safe, uh, always, if you have question, medical questions, address that with your, with your doctor. Yeah. And I've been telling everybody, you know, use common sense here, you know, you do it for the right reasons and, you know, bring some good instinct into it. And, you know, there's always another time if that was not the time, but if you have that confidence and, you know, you understand who you are and where your health is, let's go for it. Right. And stay, stay hydrated. Yes. And you can kind of you can you can tell how hydrated you are by how often you're going to the, you want to be going to the bathroom frequently. Yes. So, so that sort oh, of thing. Oh, one last question. What mm-hmm. about honey and tea and uh, lemon? So, I get that. in general, anything with um, with any type of carb will keep you out of ketosis. So I right. don't I don't typically do those things. Um, I just stick to water, black tea, coffee and bone broth and then my regular vitamins um that i normally take okay that's that's what we're going to do that's the strict diet here so we've heard it (laughs) yeah i mean everybody's different so they are that's going to get you through a little bit of honey i don't think it's the end of the world but it will keep you out of ketosis okay we'll make it last options the mental clear the real mental clarity comes from that is true that's what we're shooting for here is ketosis Mm -hmm. and people read up on that you know kind of discover what it is you know as you're going through it kind of look at it take some time to reflect and understand what your body goes through and what ketosis is it's so simple it's your your body is using ketones for energy instead of glucose for energy and and that tends to be a really good energy source for the brain so uh, and and it has some anti-inflammatory effects for the brain and the body and so um i mean it's it's not super complicated sure let's not make it complicated here <laughs> let's keep mm-hmm. it simple that's what we're about so well um mary thank you so much thanks for taking the time we wanted to do this last night but we're, we're we got it done tonight everybody will be waking up to this i hope in the morning and uh we'll be on the home stretch there and as far as doing the fast anytime friday you can start it's up to you individually and then you know it's 48 hours from the time that you put that in the sand and say this is when i'm starting yeah and so i'll be Friday and Saturday and you'll be Saturday and Sunday and pretty much there's plenty of people doing both but we're um supporting one another we're with you in spirit and we're excited for you starting making the effort to start the health journey on the right track it is this is just the beginning and uh, we have so much coming and we'll save that for a later day we're going to do the bone broth challenge thank you so much Mary we'll be talking to you soon good luck everyone you can do it you got this yes we can All right.